Simmons took home a special ESPY for his humanitarian work. Yes. Not everyone knows this, but Ben Simmons has been building orphanages like this one completely out of his playoff bricks. What do you like to say, little ladies? What up, what up, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy Don Cotton, Ray Rap, and Colin from Washington Township, it is February 16th, 2022, and folks of Philadelphians, welcome to the Fuck Ben Simmons podcast. That's right, Fuck Ben Simmons. We're never moving on. No. The no. Ben, <laughs> the Ben Simmons. We're also known as the Fighting Dirty Podcast, by the way, officially, that's just for Twitter reasons, it's bad PR to... Put to put you know obscenities like that. Ah, you yeah, almost said it. You almost did. There's I'm no record of me ever cursing. That's good. The fuck Ben Simmons <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and, on the other hand, yeah. anyway, the Ben Simmons who is no longer in Philadelphia, folks. Hallelujah. Ben Simmons has been traded to the Brooklyn Nets along with Andre Drummond, Seth Curry, and two first round picks. For James Harden. And Paul Millsap. And Paul, and Paul Millsap. Be, he's going to be the finals MVP. You heard it here first. He's here. He's in it. Folks, we have a championship contender on our hands. What are your thoughts on this astronomically biblical trade, boys? I still can't believe that we actually got James Harden for Ben Simmons. I mean, I, I guess when a disgruntled superstar says, get me out, like, I, you just kind of have to do it. <laughs> it's just the way the NBA works. I'm more sad to see Andre Drummond and Seth Curry go than I am to see James or I am to see Ben Simmons go. Uh, I'm really not worried about Simmons teaming with Durant and Irving. It's just four-on-five offense. He, he'll look great in the regular season. It's going to be awesome seeing everybody go on Twitter, oh, see what Philly's missing, oh, I can't believe they gave up on him, and then they'll get to the playoffs, and he'll look all right in the first round. Then he'll get to the second round, play a real team, and completely fold and pout in the corner whenever the ball's not in his hands. His press conference is just sounded like the exact same old Ben Simmons, oh, it is what it is. It's just, that's just him. He's just not fit, not mentally fit to be an NBA player. No chance that he comes in to play on the 10th, March 10th. Oh, I would Nets, doubt it. The Nets come to Philly. He I, said he hopes so. That yeah, I mean, he's not going to say, oh, I'm not playing. But I, I don't, I don't I know. I hope I play in that game, too. Right, exactly. I want to uh, see it. Here's what I made me feel better it. about the trade. Because, obviously, last episode I said I didn't want it to happen. I said I was okay with it as long as we didn't overpay. I feel like giving up Drummond, obviously it's not overpaying. But it's like uh, you lose a lot of depth there at big because we really don't have any other anybody else besides Joel. I don't think Paul Millsap is even like uh, the same type of big as, as Drummond was. But if you look at it this way, and it made me feel better to look at it this way, we traded Seth and Drummond for James Harden. Seth Drummond and, and two picks for James Harden because Ben Simmons was already out of the equation. He was right. never going to play here again. So Seth and Andre Drummond for and two picks for James Harden and Paul Millsap, that's a good trade. Absolutely. But I also keep hearing, you know, on the radio and shit like that, people are saying Brooklyn demanded Drummond 
That way they would have a defender against Embiid in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. That's just obscene. I wanted to come back to Drummond because really I think what the Nets have done here, they think they've improved and they may have on paper, but in any matchup with the Sixers, they've turned into five on three basketball. I agree. Joel Hans Embiid dominates Andre Drummond. They traded for a man that is going to make their team weaker against the Sixers. Yeah, not that James Harden's ever been a defensive stalwart, but who is Seth Curry going to guard when they play us? Like, no one. I, I like I like Seth Curry. He's a great three point shooter. We'll miss that. He is not anywhere near a good defender. I mean, he got cooked by was it Kevin Herter or Kyle Herter? Yeah. Or? Well, I mean, that's <laughs> that's like Bum. I don't know. It's just going to be Danny Green and Seth just you know taking a breather when their respective teams are on defense. Yeah, I guess that's kind of true. You know, like, it it is what it is, man. Hey, Brooklyn thinks they know what they're doing. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Embiid does love to just absolutely body drumming, so that will be fun. We kind of missed that back when he was with Detroit, and Embiid could just, like, literally bully him to the point where I almost felt bad and thought that Embiid was going too far with him. Uh, You don't really see that much in the NBA or really like professional sports in general where you feel bad for someone because you feel like they're defenseless against a bully. Like maybe like boxing or something if it's a total mismatch (laughs) or a UFC, but um, I don't know if I've ever seen someone do that to somebody on a court, on an NBA court. I can't wait until Tobias is down low on the block, Ben Simmons is guarding him, Tobias kicks it. To Embiid, who's flying in from the top of the key, that puts his nuts on Ben Simmons' chin, (laughs) breaks the backboard, and the whole crowd erupts. I am so ready for Joe Embiid to do something disrespectful to Ben Simmons. We all know it's coming. Yeah. Joel is waiting for that moment. Here's also what I've been thinking about. Don't you think it's weird? I think it's more weird for Curry than it is for Drummond because Drummond hasn't been here a lot, lot of time. Don't you think it's weird for Curry and Drummond to be in the building with Ben Simmons now? Definitely. That has to be an awkward feeling because like, uh, he's the reason they got traded. Right. Do you just pretend like it's all okay now? Yeah, like, like you're Seth and you're like, oh, hey, Ben. Yeah, like I was playing for my father-in-law and my wife didn't want to go to Brooklyn right. and we're here now because of you. You and, did this uh, to me. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Yeah, that's not a great situation. I also imagine it's weird for KD to play, not that he plays for Steve Nash, but it's, I think it's just a weird situation because KD is one of the best basketball players on the planet Earth. Yeah, Steve Nash is a Hall of Famer, but Kevin Durant is a higher tier of player. Well, you know, they're saying KD's great. making their draft picks, too. Like, he's, <laughs> he's shadow GMing the Nets, which is hilarious. I mean, that wouldn't be a surprise. I mean, we've seen what LeBron's done. Le Kevin China? Durant definitely has that credibility. I, I agree. Here's what I don't like, though. Why, obviously, WIP is, you know, Philly media. That's who Bums. we listen to. But on a national scale, why isn't anybody paying attention to Joel Embiid? Stephen A. Stiff, Stephen A. Smith, ESPN, and the, the Disney media is pole-riding Ben Simmons and the Brooklyn Nets. Skip Bayless said, Why are we talking about any players beside Giannis and Jokic? Excuse me? Ben... Or, uh, <laughs> never that. Embiid is the MVP. We're watching... It's his to lose. It, it, he's got it in the bag. He, as long as he keeps playing... <laughs> he, he could play even worse than he's playing now. He's still the MVP. Also, I think that um, Luka is... 
playing out of his mind too, and he's getting no attention. But still, like, I, first of all, I hate Skip Bayless. I don't know how he's employed. <laughs> I hope somebody me too's that dude. <laughs> Skip Bayless, well known bum. Yeah, he's pretty lame. I remember him going off on uh, Mike McCarthy for being fat. I'm like, what are you talking about? He was like saying, oh yeah, you can't have a good NFL head coach if he's if he doesn't look like he's in shape. Because you oh, know yes. Andy Reid's in Reed. fantastic yeah. shape. <laughs> that man's got a Waffle House menu on his play sheet. <laughs> the fact that Skip Bayless hates the James Harden trade only reinforces the fact that I love the yeah, James Harden trade. Yeah, that means trade. it's a great trade. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? How do you think Kyrie Irving is reacting to uh, being now playing with Ben Simmons? Like, does he think like Ben like grew up like standing like upside down or something, or like I, I don't know? How, how does he handle the whole Australia oh, flatter flat thing? thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. This man needs, I think, more mental health attention than Ben Simmons does, to say the truth. <laughs> How is that even going to work? Kyrie is going to hate Ben Simmons. Oh, Everyone hates Ben Simmons, man. They're not going to get along. Let's talk about his presser. He said he hopes to be ready to play in Philly on March 10th. That's and he's, he also said he can't wait to have these guys run alongside him. Referring to KD and... Seth and Drummond and Kyrie. Kyrie when he's available. Who's running alongside Ben Simmons in Brooklyn? It's KD's team. It's KD's league if China isn't being talked about. Yeah, Man, who, I, this, who does Ben Simmons this think crazy. he is? He's just... He's not mentally well. And I know a lot of people in Philly want to say that he just made up an excuse and this and that. Like, I, I just don't know how you listen to him throughout his career and just look back on everything we know about him and say, oh, yeah, this guy is mentally healthy. Like when he was like saying uh, in that press conference, I think he used the phrase, it is what it is twice. Yeah, yeah. He went and said he said that after the Atlanta series, too. He did. That is the... That is the phrase that somebody who is mentally ill uses when they are not trying whatsoever to help themselves or get better. That is a defeatist attitude that just, oh, it's out of my control. That's the way it works. It's who I am. It's who I was born. I don't know why, but that's just what you say when you want to sulk and not try to get any better. Like, he is the epitome of poor mental health to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could blame it on video games. I think... (laughs) Yeah, probably. That's probably what it was, you know. I think we could blame him being a student of LaChina. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know uh, how to explain it, but, you know, you look back at just, like, who his dad was playing basketball in Australia. I don't know if Ben even loves playing basketball. Maybe he just did it because his dad just kind of made him, and then, oh, you're going to be a left-hander, you know, he's a natural right-hander, but his yeah, dad that made him weird. play lefty, and, That's you know, the whole Tua, the Tua thing. Yeah, and... He gets to sixth grade, and he's probably the tallest guy out in his grade by six inches, and he's the best ball handler. So he's like, well, I guess I'm playing basketball still. Yeah. And and next thing you know, he's in the NBA. And he just I don't think he was ever mentally prepared for this. Like, when he was at LSU, you know, he didn't talk to any of his teammates. He hung out in his dorm room with his sister because he's afraid of leaving any sort of comfort zone. In yeah, any... and we know she's got her own set of mental issues as well. Well, either that or something heinous happened to her, and the rest of the family is even crazier. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
There's, that, there's, that, it's, a, it's a rabbit hole that I think that we've gone deep down enough because guess what? Ben Simmons is no longer our problem. Yeah, that is just a nebulous web of just absolutely bonkers individuals we don't have to care about But I anymore. think we can all agree on, or at least me and you, Don, this remains the Fuck Ben Simmons podcast. This is I absolutely agree. the Fuck oh, Ben right, Simmons all podcast. Us. It's the Fuck Ben Simmons podcast <laughs> forever because no matter where he goes, man, I don't care in 40 years, I hope not to be alive. If I see him on the street somewhere, it's fuck Ben Simmons. It's on site, no matter what. Are they gonna mi- Are they gonna miss the playoffs? Are they gonna be in the play-in tournament? Yeah, we're gonna be following along the whole way, and we're gonna be making fun of his stupid ass as that team continues to fall apart. I'm looking forward to it. There's two names we haven't mentioned yet, and you mentioned you, you t- said that you didn't want to overpay. We didn't overpay in my mind because we did not trade Tyrese Maxey or Matisse Thybul. That's right. I think that is. Absolutely amazing. I think we all yeah, said that wow. those are deal breakers for us. Although I did say I wouldn't mind giving up Thibault because I don't care. But uh, whatever, I don't care. Well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna need someone to uh, play defense when because uh, you know we just can't keep throwing Danny Green out there, expecting him to be a defensive stopper and yeah, uh, yeah, Harden obviously. It's great having Shake Milton defender. back, man. Oh yeah, we I needed love that. Shake back. We needed that point guard, a backup point guard, so bad. Yeah, an extra ball handler and shooter off the bench. You can never go wrong. So, um, in the presser, uh, when James Harden was announced uh, as a sixer, Maury said that they're looking at the buyout market and uh, they're looking at bigs. Are there any bigs on the buyout market that you guys would like to have? Um, there's a couple of names that I've seen that I'm intrigued by. I like the possibility of Derek Favors getting waived by the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, he's obviously a guy that will not fit into their long-term plans. Um, really, a little maybe a hot take, but I like Tristan Thompson possibly. Wow! Oh, bringing the Kardashians back to the house. I mean, he's only going to get eight to ten minutes a game. You get that little bit of defense. You get that rebounding, and I'd say most importantly, you get a guy with championship experience. You have a guy that's been there. Just another voice, sub. just another voice in the locker room that could help guys along. Paul Millsap, uh, he's got to be thirty something, right? He's like thirty-seven. Thirty-seven, right? Yeah, there's, there's a 40. reason why he was no longer playing for Brooklyn. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you heard when he got the call that he was traded. He was playing five on five in a private gym with his brothers. Yeah, he was like down in, in Miami. Atlanta. Oh, was it Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he said he said the game was so competitive, he didn't even care to answer his phone. He was finishing the game, and then he found out. And then we found out that he didn't find out from a phone call. That dude found out from Twitter. Like most <laughs> these days. Right. I'm happy to have Harden here, man. Yeah, what do you think of the possibility of Robin uh, Lopez? I don't like it. Don't like it? No, we already have Paul Millsap. Yeah, but he can't actually get on the court. I, I'm not intrigued by Robin no. Lopez. Robin Lopez also cannot get on the court. He's playing a lot. For the Magic? No, he's been benched. Since when? I was looking at his stats recently. He was averaging a lot of minutes. Carter Jr., Mo Bamba are all getting significant run over him. Well, that's probably because they know they're going to uh, buy him out. Uh, he's only played 27 games. Yeah. He was averaging 17 minutes and going 7.7 points and 3.6 rebounds. I like Tristan Thompson. That's That would be a good pickup. Pretty cheap. Yeah, potentially. I mean, we, really, I'll take just about any of the three. because Besides I Cantor. I don't want Cantor. No. Freedom. I'm sorry, freedom. It is freedom trash. <laughs> yeah, that guy is... 
I, I once heard his defense uh, described in a way that I thought was perfect. It was turnstile-esque. That's <laughs> funny. Hand him over to Tito Turkoglu. Let's move on. Well, I'm not willing to do that because I'm not trying to get anyone's head cut off, but I don't want him on the Sixers. Yeah. And that's that. <laughs> what do you think about... Uh, I heard uh, Gary Harris was uh, like going to be Harris. a potential buyout candidate. You know, I, obviously in a COVID world, there's never enough enough depth. Um, I You guys like Korkmaz more than me, but I wouldn't mind seeing his minutes reduced. Jesus. I mean, an additional player was never wrong. 3 yeah. and D guy, good shooter. B-ball Paul stepping up in the big. I, I like bum. that. I don't think he's a bum, man. I don't. He is really somebody that's making the buyout market a priority for me. I have really not been happy with his play. Really? He tried to highlight real dunk and I missed terrible. Oh, that was booty. Shit happens. Well, not if you don't just dunk it. And by the way, when you're an absolute nobody, you should just easy he's dunk. He's not a nobody, man. He's, he's a the nobody. G League MVP. Right. When you're an absolute nobody, you take the easy dunk. You take don't the forget, two points. Seth Curry came from the G League, the D League. This was before it was the G League. If yeah. B-Ball Paul is a perennial G League MVP level player, aka we need a buy up big. Seth Curry's problem was he couldn't stay healthy too, though. Like he got yeah. hurt a lot, and yeah. that's why he kind of bounced around between the benches in the D League. Yeah, uh, B-Ball Paul just right now is not good enough to be getting minutes in the playoffs. Yeah, um, yeah. Here's another thing, though. James Harden said Doc Rivers is one of the greatest coaches of all time. Well, he's sucking up. Just like when he said that, oh, Philly fans are the greatest fans ever. Like, does he actually believe that? Or does he just say uh, that? Because I'm pretty sure every player, whenever they go to a city, he's like, oh, yeah, the fans are the greatest fans ever. We're definitely intense. Yeah, I mean, we're better than the Rams, who had, like, five fans at their Super Bowl parade. This is true. Uh, I don't know. Uh yeah, he he had to say that shit. You know what I mean? But it, I think overall his his uh, introduction presser was a positive one. I didn't like that Chris Heck called all of Philly "boo hoo woe is me" fans. Yeah, where did you see that? I, he I, said it on he said it on ninety seven five after Daryl Morey was on. Really, hater. Yeah, remember, this is the guy that said that the term Philly was lazy. So that's why they wanted to put Philadelphia on the. Uh, Boathouse Row jerseys. Jerseys that themselves were very lazy because they didn't even put Boathouse Row on there. They put like... They, Clip art. Yeah, it, it was like... It <laughs> they, was, were fire, they were fire when they came out and then when you looked at them a little closer... It's like, oh, that's uh, just based on Boathouse yeah, Row. Good try. Those were ugly as all hell. I'm so glad we have this year's city jerseys. Yeah, I like the Spectrum jerseys. I like those. I do have a Ben Simmons Boathouse Row t-shirt. Yikes. Yeah, that's got to get burnt on the 10th. No, um, all of our shit. We gotta take it to Stateside Vodka. It's a place in the city on Hancock Street. You hand in your Ben Simmons merchandise, they give you $25. Really? Sponsor us. Nah. I'm about to go steal some Ben Simmons stuff. Let's go hit up the uh, Marshalls and see if they got any cheap Ben Simmons stuff. Foreman Mills. Stretch those bills. Does that still exist? Yeah, there's one in Denver. Oh. There's gotta be a TJ Maxx around here. You know there's some (laughs) Ben Simmons stuff on the shelf. For real. 
You know, one thing uh, that really stood out about the James Harden uh, press conference was him saying that this was the place he wanted to be last year. And yeah. it seems like that Houston just flat out was not going to deal with Daryl Morey if they if they didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, there's rumors that uh, Tobin Ferretta, the owner of the Houston Rockets, uh, rebutted Daryl Morey's trades offers for James Harden with counter offers asking for ridiculous shit like Joel Embiid. So... A trade from Harden for, from Houston to here was just never going to happen. Yeah, so you know if we we need Harden to be on his best behavior, so to speak, we need him to yeah he can, he can make it rain in the clubs, but just not like before not days not nice before a game like you know get in bed get uh, get some rest and uh, lay off the uh, lay lay off the sweets. Yeah, Philly's gonna hate James Harden, but he's gonna just ball anyway. My well, prediction. We won't hate him if we're winning. We go out and win a title, then he can do just about whatever the heck he wants. Philly's not going to like him just lazily dropping thirty in the regular season. I, mean, I promise you. There will be a few crackhead like radio callers. You'll be like, "This guy doesn't." Tr-. Oh, that wasn't a very good accent. Let me try like a Delco accent. Yeah, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's been eating too many baloney hoagies. <laughs> baloney hoagies. I love WIP. <laughs> Jerk-offs. Anyway. I just have four cheese sticks. James was down by 20. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck Ben Simmons. That's 20 minutes of Sixers talk. And that's about all I got in me, boys. But wait. There's more. There's got to be at least a couple more minutes because the report dropped today. Did you hear it about what the Sixers could be planning along with James Harden and what they could be doing to get a third superstar? No. Zach Lowe, NBA insider, is saying that this could be the reason why James Harden hasn't officially uh, opted in. uh, Because he might re-sign for less money than the max. Not not like a crazy amount, but a little less. And then the Sixers could try to use that space to move Tobias Harris for a third star. Maybe a Bradley Beal, maybe a Damian Lillard. Oh my god. Frankly, I don't see it happening because what else are we trading along with Tobias Harris? I mean, at that point, you're trading Max or Thibel. Yeah. You're yeah. trading pick swaps. Well, for, for a Dame, yeah, you get rid of Thibel and probably Maxi too. Yeah, I mean, him or Beal. Because he's like. But do the, you burn it all down for. For a ring, see, I don't he, know. I don't think so because I feel this team's already at, built as constructed to win a ring. I feel Tobias Harris is an ideal third star to pair with James Harden and Joel Embiid. If they run, make the run and win a championship, what's the purpose of trading Tobias Harris? He has quietly he, been much more efficient than he started the season as. Yeah, he's definitely turned it back around, and he's still not that old of a player. Like he could easily be the third star alongside these two for multiple years. Yeah, I mean, if we win the title this year, then I'm just looking to literally run the team back. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Because they don't even have like chemistry developed right now. If they can get that going before the playoffs and go on a title run, like seriously, bring back the exact same team with uh, with one more big. Yeah, yeah, I already see that being a problem for us. Win the title, we'll be able to stack up like championship, loaded championship teams we've seen in the recent past do. Yeah, yeah. um, Even if we don't win the title, though, like that's so much to risk for a third star, and it it, it'd be great to have Embiid, Harden, and Lillard or Beal, but. You're not going to have anything else on your team. You're not going to be able to build anything else. You're not going to have any money to sign anybody else. 
Ah, man, that it's Daryl's master plan. Apparently, um, he is a genius, man. Well, apparently, because I never, I, I was thinking earlier this year that maybe we should have taken a deal centered around like Jalen Brunson and Dorian Finney-Smith, because I didn't think it was remotely possible that an NBA team was going to value Ben Simmons that much. I guess what I was not uh, thinking of was his relationship with Harden, and I was also just forgetting that anything is possible when an NBA star wants out. Major props to Daryl Moore. He said no to some really good offers. Brogdon and a, and a lottery pick, we've heard. A lottery pick from the Pistons, Sadiq Bey, Jermani Grant. There were some really good packages getting flashed around, and Maury had the nerve to stick to his guns and wait to see Hart. And inevitably, as Harden became available, he made the move. Yeah, at some point, I feel like someone in the NBA just has to get absolutely demolished by a tampering penalty. Because, like, you know it happens all oh, the time. Oh, yeah, come I, on. Like, the Timberwolves are the only teams I've ever heard of that actually, like, really got hit hard with a tampering penalty. And it wasn't that hard. No, it was crazy hard. They lost, like, four oh, or five you, first yeah. round picks. Are you, are you talking about... Uh, to get Joe Smith, To get I think. Joe Smith, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, we have that, we have that to blame for the Timberwolves giving up uh, Kevin Garnett and the Celtics getting a title. Because you, you just know, once that happened, there was no way KG was ever going to win a title in Minnesota. He probably wasn't going to even without that happening. But he may have had a chance. You, you miss out on four or five years of first-round picks when you only have one really good player. You're kind of screwed. All that for a drop of clout. Who got burned harder, the Minnesota Timberwolves trying to get Joe Smith, or Eli Apple in the Super Bowl oh, last Sunday? Oh, what a segue! <laughs> and with that, we'll introduce our sponsor. It's Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. Not our sponsor, but why you gotta shit on me like that? Sponsor us, baby. <laughs> Eli Apple looked like a burnt toast, man. Oh, my God. And you know you saw it coming. Oh, absolutely. I don't know how this man was a four-star or five-star. He was he number got... one player in the state. Yeah, I do. Wow. Bum. I guess we were that bad. <laughs> man, did you guys see the, the I'm going to Disneyland highlights? It's literally just all clips of Eli Apple getting roasted. <laughs> Yeah, he must have been on them Zanny bars. Zanny <laughs> <laughs> bars. I don't know. I mean, Man. he's just a very, very subpar cornerback that had kind of turned it around this year going into the slot. You know, we've seen guys make he, that transition. He, they but made him look like he was in the slot, but realistically, he was backside zone every play. So it was disguised to look like that, but he was just a zone corner every play. I mean, yeah, he was great at high. His numbers were good. Whatever. He's not that guy. He, he got he, toasted. That ain't it, Chief. It ain't going to be him. I, man, we said it. I, we warned him. It ain't him. <laughs> yeah, you talk that much smack to guys like Tyreek Hill, you know, like uh, actual great players, and you randomly call out the Giants and Saints fan bases. And I don't like either. I, I hate the Giants. Oh, yeah. I don't really like the Saints. He called New Orleans dirty. Well, it is. But yeah, but you don't say that. No, I mean, it was completely unprovoked. <laughs> yeah, that's just being disrespectful. Told them their food was melting their brains. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Which they, it might be. They did destroy him, though, for having his mom drive him to practice. I mean, they were at his neck. I'd destroy him, too. That's lame as shit. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I don't want to continue bullying this man. No, I will. We should continue bullying All right, we'll man. continue bullying Because, like, his man. mom's, like, real outspoken on Twitter, too. Yeah. And she was, like calling out some random reporter I saw, like, 
like, I'm sorry, Mrs. Apple, but, like, your son is not a good football player. Right. He talked a lot of crap, and it came back to bite him. He got burned for the game-losing uh, touchdown in the Super Bowl. So Brandon Marshall came out and said... <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> when he was on the Giants with Eli Apple, mm. they were working against each other, obviously, offensive, defense, and he was trying to teach the things that receivers looked for to Eli Apple who just ignored absolutely everything and continued to get burnt by Brandon Marshall at the end of his career. Just all day long. And Brandon Marshall on the jives was washed. Oh, I time. mean, all the way washed. Yeah, he was... Wow. He was absolutely... He, he was so cooked, he was almost as burnt as Eli Apple. Yikes. There's a reason <laughs> this man's on his third team, probably about to be on his fourth team... Uh, before his sixth year in the league. What's I your believe? prediction? Like the Montreal Alouettes or the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? The Guangdong Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dude sucks. That Super Bowl was a good. It was a good game, man. Uh, to to watch that Bengals team who uh, desperately needs an O line, and knowing that they're going into an off season with sixty plus million dollars in cap space. Man, that they're going to be good for a while. I think Joe Burrow's the real deal. They they're an O line away, man, and a corner, <laughs> and a corner. Gotta see who they come up with. They have a lot of money to spend, but are they going to spend it? And who are they going to spend it on? Well, they better spend it. I know their owner is known as a big time cheapskate, but yeah. like you just watched your quarterback sprain his MCL in the Super Bowl the year yeah. after tearing his ACL. Like you got to draft like two linemen. You got to whoever the best lineman in free agency is. You got to sign him. Yeah. Make sure it's not Jason Peters. I promise you, he will not stay on the field very long. <laughs> he is a free agent though. Yeah, and he's going to stay. Probably try agent. to play. Yeah, I know he's going to try to play. Carson yeah. Palmer would made the rounds on Cincinnati <laughs> yeah. media saying yeah. that if the Bengals don't spend to improve their O line, that he could see a situation where Joe Burrow forces his way out. I mean, and that would be humiliating. As he should. As, As he, he should. should. Yeah, I mean, you see Kyler Murray trying to force his way out, and he's not even that good. Like He's Bum. like 5'10", and has two straight years of injuries derailing his season, and he's trying to get out, apparently, because they won't pay him. Yeah, so if he, he can uh, do that, yeah. Joe Burrow can very easily do that. Yeah. And the response from the media will be like, Ooh, Cincinnati better get their act together before they blow this. You know how Kyler deleted all the pictures of uh, the Cardinal stuff on his social media. Yeah. Yeah, the Cardinal the Cardinals deleted both, all two of their pictures on Instagram because both of them were Kyler Murray. <laughs> they said, we'll fuck you right back. <laughs> That's not petty. Or Talking about think. quitting football, uh, Hollywood Brown leaving the game. Leaving the Ravens high and dry of any hope at receiver. Really? Because he says he's going to go pro at video games. Which, I, I'm... Learning week by week is a fucking real thing. He's jumping Somehow from league to the league. I don't understand that shit, man. The uh, league to league, one might say. Well, you know, a lot fewer head injuries. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, Boston Scott is a, a dual sport athlete. Apparently, he is professional Rocket League player. I don't even know what that is. That game gives me motion. Is that sickness. like rocket power, dude? I don't, it's actually pretty sick. Is it about kids that surf? No, not even close. Not even Roll, a little bit, actually. Skateboard? Nope. Any sort of X Games like thing? Yeah, but no. Oh. You drive around cars and play soccer. Yeah, it's kind of sick, actually. Interesting. But that means he's getting paid to play that game. I don't know how that is a thing, but man, my kid's gonna do it. 
<laughs> yeah, he's making bread. I'm gonna teach my. I'm gonna give my kid a controller very young. So you gonna learn. <laughs> I'm also gonna have them kick footballs. Might as well. Or be a long snapper. Or be a long snapper. I was. I was not that good at that. But the I, ideal dual sport. Teach. Athlete. I cannot do, but I can teach. Yeah. Well, you know, you have coaching experience. This is true. The I mean, Indianapolis Colts are going to cut Carson Wentz before March nineteenth. I think that's soon. Yeah. That's They're gonna cut him or trade him. I don't know who's gonna trade anything for him besides a washing machine and Ed Monix. I can't imagine a situation where that would willingly take him on. That the Niners, maybe. I mean, the league just witnessed a team that made the playoffs spend a first round pick on Carson Wentz to miss the playoffs. That's damning. I think we'll see Carson Wentz at a contender in a backup role. I bet it won't be Jacksonville. I bet it won't be Jacksonville. I think he goes to Buffalo. I could see him fitting in a place like uh, Carolina, Denver. There are some Maybe. places with some ass quarterbacks around the league. I mean, you know, a lot of play. There's a lot of there's a lot of ass quarterback play. That's true. Yeah, San Francisco is looking to move on from Garoppolo, and maybe they want to bring Wentz in if Lance isn't ready to actually be the full-time starter. I don't know if they know each other at all. They pro- now they probably didn't overlap at North Dakota State. No, but I'm sure they worked it. off in the offseason. They worked out in the offseason together. Yeah. Here's here's what's interesting as well. Um, the Eagles are could always be in the backup market. <laughs> I mean, if so here's another thing too, right? I, I, Green Bay is so willing to sell their house to pay Aaron Rodgers to come back. Does that mean Jordan Love is the worst pick in NFL history? They're giving this kid zero chance. Well, after his first season, I, I was curious because uh, you know people drew a lot of comparisons. Look what Rodgers did when the Packers drafted a quarterback in the first round compared to look what Wentz did yeah. when the Eagles drafted a quarterback in the second. So I saw reports from uh, that training camp in Green Bay that said that Jordan Love could not hit water if he fell out of a boat. Yeah, <laughs> I heard the same things. Oh, that sounds very Tebow-esque. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was not really a guy that I expected to go in the first round. Like, going into his last season at Nevada, I'd heard of him. I saw him playing his bowl game his junior year, and I said, all right, here's a guy to watch. He was tearing it up. Goes into his last year at Nevada and just did not live up to it whatsoever. Um, that, that to me is a red flag. When a guy puts up a big season at a small school and then can't even come close to replicating it, yeah, you know, it, the other teams made adjustments to him. He couldn't make any sort of adjustments. He didn't get better. Yeah, I think we talked about that last episode with the uh, Nebraska or was it the, oh, the Oklahoma? You know, they they don't play anybody. The Oklahoma quarterbacks. Oh right. Yeah, and uh, it's. Even uh, when they get to the playoffs, even when they put up points, you know, it, it is still just college, yeah. and they do still have an absolutely stacked team around them in well, terms of yeah. skilled position. So, yeah, they should be able to put up some points, as good as those other teams are. Like, unless, you, unless you're absolutely terrible. Like, unless you, Baker Mayfield was, you, you, I mean, he was great in college, but... It's more than just like his stats. Like you gotta like watch how he plays a little bit. Who's gonna pay him? Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, the the Giants? Saskatchewan Rough Riders, maybe. I think he, maybe New York. The Guangdong Tigers. Don, what are the? Uh, t- are you guys going with Davis Mills this year down in Houston? 
Well, Coach Lovey Smith mentioned Davis Mills by name in his opening press conference. He seems willing he to, knows his name. He seems willing to roll with him, so it depends on how this offseason unfolds. Any news about Deshaun that we probably haven't heard about? Not as of this moment. The situation continues to be up in the air. You guys have a pretty high draft pick this year. Uh, what do you got, four? Number three overall. Three. And it could be interesting. There's a lot of top players in the draft. A lot of different positions. A lot of good defensive players, especially. I I don't think Aiden Hutchinson will be on the board at three. But if he is, I assume the Texans will take him. Absolutely. The Texans love big white defensive ends, and he fits the mold. It's going to be him or Thibodeau, in my opinion, because I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to go with Neal, the offensive tackle, or they're going to go with a corner. And I think the Detroit Lions take a quarterback, so... Wow. Who do you think goes first? Kenny Pickett? I think it's either going to be Pickett or Malik Willis. It depends on... you. This is That's the Detroit Lions, so you know they're going to make a bad decision. <laughs> So it's whoever Mel Kuyper's going to pull ride. You know, like, how Mitch Trubisky got his rise. Yeah, well, yeah, we know. <laughs> Is there any QBs that coming out of North Dakota State that Detroit could draft? Probably. That'd be a Detroit thing They're to do. They're a factory. QB factory, just yeah. like Philly. Just like Philly. I, uh, uh, the draft's crazy. There's a lot of teams with multiple first-round picks. See, if I'm a team looking for a QB, I'm not going after Kenny Pickett. I can't trust a starting quarterback who is self-conscious about his hand size. That and, fake and slide, though. The fake slide was nasty. I, they immediately made a rule about it, and I respect that because that's some bullshit. They changed the game for Pickett. Oh, yeah. Pickett's a game changer, <laughs> literally. Yeah, you how had many, no choice. How many QBs do you know of that they literally had to change the game for? I mean, I, I think none. Uh, Tom Brady, the tuck rule. Uh, uh, tuck rule. Yeah, so there's one. So we're saying Kenny Pickett is Tom Brady. Kenny Pickett next wow. Tom Brady. You heard it here first. You heard it here first on the Fuck Ben Simmons Fighting Dirty Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, unfortunately, it already sounds like so many players are not going to be participating in the Combine. Which I mean, it is what it is. You like to see quarterbacks make those throws and shit. Uh, uh, that is why everybody was all crazy about Josh Allen because he had a cannon. And then his first two years in the league was absolute fucking horrible. Bum. Nah, not his second year. He certainly wasn't where he is now. Okay, well, I, but he, he was, was carried by a really good defense and receiving core. I'm not going to hate on any quarterback for a bad rookie year. You just can't do that. Well, it depends how bad. Jimmy Clausen. Philly's ready to give up on Jalen Hurts, and this is essentially a continuation of his rookie year. He played three and a half games. This is facts. The pe- I'm not really... going to hate on a quarterback for their rookie year. Well, I'm going to count, just like Ben Simmons won rookie of the year, I'm going to count this as, as Jalen Hurts' rookie year. All right, yeah, but I said it depends how bad. Jalen Hurts actually showed a little promise this year. Like I'm saying if someone goes out there and is like uh, Mitchell Trubisky, then yeah, you should give up on him. They didn't give up on him. They should have. <laughs> Jimmy Clausen got given up on, yeah, and, he well, de- and he deserved it. He deserved it. Actually, <laughs> so there's there's one I'll count. The Rams should have given up on uh, Jared Goff, Sam Bradford. Yeah, and no, Goff didn't play so horrible. He was zero and seven with five touchdowns and seven interceptions in his first year. That was the Jeff did... Fisher. That doesn't count. That's yeah, not real football. That's true. He did that's take them point. to the playoffs. Yeah, Wait, he took, him, he took Fisher... him to a Super Bowl. He took him to a Super Bowl. No, not Jeff Fisher. No, 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 not no, Jeff no, Fisher. No, I know, I Jeff, know. Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl. Like, well, Jeff Fisher just got hired by somebody. I think a USFL team. 
Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's USFL. Right. Yeah, 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 Maybe he right. can resurrect Carson. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Carson to the USFL. Philadelphia Stars? Stars? Carson oh, Wentz returns to Philadelphia football in the, the form of the Philadelphia Stars. Make it happen. This is Philadelphia Sports Radio's wet dream. I need to have this happen. People would just go pay tickets for that team and just go throw peanuts at them. Well, likely the first year's in Birmingham. All so. in Birmingham in a bubble because they don't have enough funding. Oh, fake season. So we're looking at a... Road trip to Birmingham to throw peanuts at Carson Wentz. For Never. There's nothing that could make me go to Birmingham, and I mean nothing. I'm not stepping foot in that dirty hillbilly state. <laughs> Damn, Eli Apple over here. <laughs> Man. No baseball this year, huh? Nope, That's no segue baseball. That's baseball because there's none. <laughs> no baseball, no segue. That's what you get. No baseball. And with that, that's the end of the episode. No. I'm bummed, man. I want to see James Harden fucking sit in front row getting hammered at a Phillies game. That'd be fun. Maybe uh, send him some uh, dancers from... Do the Phillies have an <laughs> official strip club? Is that a sponsorship? Do the Phillies have an official strip club? I mean, I would if I was a professional right? team. No, no, not cheerleaders, because that's a whole way away, you know. Then uh, you got to take the band. And... One of them has to sponsor the Phillies. Like, Look, you know, I'm, like the live Here's what I'll say, right? Here's what I'll say. It's an easy drive from the stadiums to show and tell on Columbus Ave. You would know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Yeah, show us how to sponsor. Not to mention, the breakfast buffet <laughs> is fire as fuck. Yo, honestly, everyone I've ever heard of, that, anyone that's gone to like an actual like good strip club like during the day, they say the buffets are always amazing. Man, that's why you go to strip clubs. Especially ones in Philly. You don't go for the talent, I'll tell you that. <laughs> James Harden, you heard it here first. You go for the wings. James Harden's going to gain some weight while he's here, man. And it ain't going to help his game. James Harden, if you're listening, let's go to a strip club together. Enjoy some buffets. Delilah's is pretty nice. It's expensive. They got nice steaks, though. <laughs> James Harden, let's enjoy Let's enjoy a night on the town so wild, we're going to have to call attorney Big Al at her. <laughs> One, two, three. Shout out to our sponsor, Big Al, and Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. If we get Fueling sued for this, night. Kill you. Why would we get sued for this? I don't know. Nobody listens to this podcast. <laughs> You're right. Uh, you know, I put out a poll on our last uh, Spotify episode. You know how many people answered it? Zero. One. Oh, nice. You know who it was? You. Yeah. <laughs> I also put out a question on our uh, last Spotify. So you can answer a poll and a question. What question? Um, do you want James Harden in Philly? I would say yeah. You would say yeah? Yeah. You know how many people answered that question? Was it you? Yeah, it was me. Anyone else? <laughs> Zero. Nope. Who? Nope, nobody oh, else. Oh, no one else. Okay. Yeah, no. So I'm going to do it again this week, and we'll see how many people really listen. Yeah. On Spotify. I, I, I assume people use other platforms. I use Spotify. They don't. Oh. That's it. It's just Spotify, huh? No, it's Anchor, too. I, don't, I still don't really grasp. I think what Anchor, Anchor is what is. we use to upload. Yeah, but we it's get. It's the middleman. But we get listens on that, too. I think those are uh, pity listens or like uh, free ones, you know, like from Chinese people learning how to speak English. I mean, that's why I when Chinese it. people come over here, they already have a Delco accent. Name one time that's ever happened. I have a video for you. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're gonna learn today. So before we touch on some possible racism, what do you think of Todd Pratt? 
saying that he's just good with the fact that he was making like $700 a month when he got drafted and says that minor league baseball players shouldn't be paid more than poverty level. Uh, okay, how swallowing long? the boot like dick. <laughs> <laughs> how long was he in the minors? Probably a while. I don't know. I, I didn't check his stats because, like everybody else, I don't give a damn about Todd Pratt. So, okay, so uh, you guys probably know more about this than I do. When you're in the minors, right, you travel with the team, you stay in shitty hotels. Right. But the hotels are paid for. You don't pay for them out of your pocket. Right. And you don't have to pay for food out of pocket. Yes, you do. Oh, you do. Yeah. The league wants the players to pay for the hotels out of pocket. Well, that's what the, the league, what, what they currently have to do is they have to pay for wherever they are at home. Like, if you're playing for the Reading Phillies, then you got to secure a place when you're in Reading, uh, whether it's uh, rental, uh, hotel, motel, uh, month-to-month lease, whatever you're doing. Uh, So the players are saying, like, you should just be paying for our housing so that we can afford to live. Right. And they also want to be given, like, at least decent food so they're not, like, scarfing McDonald's after games. And the point there is, like, you're investing draft picks into us. Like, do you want us acting? Do you want us taking care of our bodies? Or do you want us eating, like, crap so that we can afford to eat three times a day? Well, I have absolutely no sympathy for someone who plays baseball for a living. Um, especially considering what I did for money for the first three years of my career. What'd you uh, do? Anything you can tell us about? Uh, I definitely didn't eat food that came hot. Did you Blizzy, definitely didn't sleep in the nicest conditions. Well, definitely didn't make enough money to make it worth it. Did you blow up any pirates? Definitely can't say that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, 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 obviously we need minor league baseball. I know that the majors, the you know, the players in the majors dumped a bunch of money for the guys in the minors uh, during the COVID year when they didn't play. Um at the same time, you know, and I love, you know, the stories about guys coming from the minors, this and that. But uh, I won't have any sympathy until Mickey Moniak is not on the Phillies. We could cut him and find a reasonable deal for the players. As long as Mickey Moniak is not on the Phillies roster or the association, I'll be happy. As long as he's here... I'm miserable and fuck minor league baseball players. You know what? That's fair enough. Let's send this man packing. I'm all for it. Because, you know, the four Philly teams made a combined, like, I, I want to say, like, ten picks that were in the top three of the draft oh, in, yeah. like, a three-year span. Which is bad. And Moniac's the only guy that's still around. Yeah. Like, Carson Wentz, gone. He sucks. Like, uh, Julio Okafor, gone. Ben Simmons, gone. gone. Fultz. Mark Elfolds, gone. Not that you care about hockey, but Nolan Patrick, gone. Yeah, I know that he's um, gone. He's a bitch. Well, migraines. Flyers better. suck. Yeah, they yeah do. the Flyers are gorilla Did they lose cheeks. to Pittsburgh last they night? Did. Yeah, they did. They blew it. They did, yeah. I, I mean, the Sixers did get their fucking doors blown off by a fucking Boston last night. That was ridiculous. We, don't, was we don't care about nah, that. Nah, yeah, but we'll take one loss. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I mean, it happens. James Harden sitting on the bench watching that game, though. I, that was had to be uh, yeah. a little uh, gut-wrenching for him. You know, someone told me that jacket he was wearing was Tom Ford. To me, it looked more like Frank Gallagher, and that's oh Frank Gallagher God. from Shameless, <laughs> if you don't know. Yeah, I... I don't know what that thing was. It was, uh, what was it? it was like a maroon blazer with the sleeves cut off with beige sleeves yeah. and over extra-length dress shirt and then some jeans. It that... was basically a tunic. 
High fashion. Yeah, that that whatever he was wearing was probably worth more than the garage we're sitting in right now. Well, it's Yo. definitely worth more than the garage. It might be worth more than the house. Possible. It's uh, not in this market. That's true. James Harden, if you're market. looking to buy Someone's a house market. in South Jersey, hit me up, but not through this podcast because my employer's views do not reflect what has been said in this podcast. <laughs> See, what we really have to address here before we go is that Joe DeCamera of WIP <laughs> said one of the stupidest fucking things I've ever heard in my goddamn life yesterday. This man on the radio said that he could successfully be a luge athlete in the Olympics. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. People die doing that. You're going 80 miles an hour down an icy hill. You can't even see. People train for this. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Joe DeCamry, I love you and all, but we you do know. not have the upper body strength to steer that thing. You would die quickly. Also, I, I also want to fucking hit this before... But nobody's going to listen, so it doesn't matter how long the goddamn podcast is. Only thing this hurts is my fucking Wi-Fi speeds when I try to upload it. Howard Eskin's question to James Harden during his presser. He asked... He didn't even really ask Harden a question. He asked Maury, Aren't you concerned that our next tradable first-round pick is in 2029? That's the question you walk into welcoming James Harden to fill in, you old Scrooge dope motherfucker. I fucking hate Howard Eskin more than anybody on this earth right now. What a, really, a bum-ass geezer. <laughs> it's not really even true either, because you can still trade pick swaps and you can acquire other first-round picks and trade them. But I'm saying, you walk into a presser with a fucking future Hall of Famer that just joined the Sixers, and you want to ask Daryl Morey about a 2029 pick? I hope somebody me too's that motherfucker too. I cannot stand him. Oh, he's There's the worst. no way he should still have a job. His son is a genius. I feel sorry that we shipped him up to fucking New York media. Well, we I didn't feel ship bad him. for well, whatever. He got paid. Yeah. <laughs> but this man needs... I, I can't wait for him to slip up and say something fucking inherently racist on the air. I can't wait for him to say fuck or the N-word on the fucking phone call into the station. This dude needs to fucking hang it up or hang himself. I'm <laughs> impatient. Let's just fire Howard Eskin and Joe DeCamera into the sun. Now, we're oh keeping Joe DeCamera, but if we can just like get like 45 consecutive seconds... Of Howard Eskin taking a call from the from a woman back in the nineties, we can absolutely me too. Oh my god! Imagine what Howard Eskin was like when a woman would call WIP before people cared about women's rights. You mean like the early two thousands? Late nineties. Early two thousands. It makes a difference. It does. <laughs> early two thousands. It was starting to turn around. Holy shit! I fucking hate that jerk off. Yeah, that that was. Like, a, a terrible question to ask in any circumstance, and that, like, because it was already just inherently incorrect. Right. And then, like, you have a chance to ask James Harden a question, or ask Doc Rivers a question about, like, some or X's Paul and O's. Um, also, was it just me, or was our quote-unquote GM, Elton Brand, not there? I didn't watch it, I only listened to I it. I only listened to it as I well. did not hear anything about Elton Brand. I assume Elton Brand was getting stretched out. And ready for the game that night because we had no bigs to back up fucking Joel Embiid. <laughs> Elton Brand back on the court 
Coming soon. You heard it here first. Coming Probably back. would be more valuable than whatever the hell he's doing in the front office right now. Apparently. Know, if he didn't yeah. come to that press conference, let's bring him back. I mean, we let Alan Iverson come back and how many times? All it takes is uh, 97.5 feeding Daryl Morey seven Wendy's cheeseburgers to get him to come on the air. Listen, Daryl Morey, we got Bud Light seltzer hard sodas. We got Big Al in the <laughs> other room waiting to fucking jump in on a, on a case and... Tell me how many burgers you want and come on the goddamn podcast. Then still nobody can listen to it. I think that's the perfect way to end it with burgers that and no one listening to us. Yeah. Joel and Bean, come on the podcast. MVP. Good night, all of you. Fuck Ben Simmons. Fuck Ben Simmons. Correct.